0: Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the lead pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. And every week on this program, we spend 25 minutes telling you the stories of our church by interviewing members and other friends of the ministry. This week, we have a special guest connected with an upcoming event at the church, the Faith Lafayette Biblical Counseling Training Conference which is coming up March 24th through 27th and April 21st through 23rd. I'll give you a few more details at the end of the program, but you can find out all you need to know on our church website at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. We, of course, want to invite you to church this Sunday at Harvest as well. We have services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Sunday, and we'd love to see you at either service Here's Pastor Gary Walton to introduce today's guest.
1: half a day Chris it's glad I'm glad to see you uh, today and it's really good to be with our uh, our listening audience. We are excited about this Sunday. This will be the third week in our series just on an exposition of Romans 5 through 8 and if that sounds kind of scary for somebody all we're doing is like we always do at harvest we're just trying to study the Bible. Teach it practically, clearly, in ways that will apply and change our lives. In fact, the title of this series that we're doing in these chapters, these four chapters right in the heart of the book of Romans, is Can I Really Change? And uh, Romans 5 through 8 is filled with all kinds of stuff, but I think we're, we're able to push it around that outline. And uh, so we introduced this a couple weeks ago. We're coming back to week number three. We'll be looking in chapter five, verses six through 11. You know, we talked last week about what good is suffering and just what, you know, what those verses, you know, verses four and five and six have to say about that, verse three. We're going to follow that up with Paul's teaching on why the cross. And I think, you know, it's just such a perfect culmination to this suffering conversation that leads to the significance of the cross. So we'd really like to invite you, both church family and really anybody that's listening, we'd like to invite you to come. Chris will give you the details again at the close of uh, uh, of this uh, show, this episode, on details of how you can connect with Harvest and how you can be here on Sunday. Well, we are have been talking about for— quite a while at our church and ministry about an upcoming opportunity that's uh, a biblical counseling training conference. And uh, we've been talking about it for six months. We're actually there. (laughs) We've been looking forward to it, and next week uh, is uh, is when we launch that. The dates are March 24th through 27th for the live in-person, and then we'll talk later about a follow-up weekend, in April, April 21 through 23, Faith Church in Lafayette, Indiana, uh, has been coordinating and leading counseling conferences like this for a long time, and in their graciousness they have offered uh, to be willing to come and bring that first track of their conference to Guam. I don't think there's ever been anything like this, this kind of training that we've had here on Island. And so we are so thankful for their willingness uh, really to go through a lot of, you know, just a lot of details, a lot of work, a lot of sacrifice to be able to do this. And, uh, but we're so excited about it and we want as many people as possible to take advantage of this training. The guy who's been sort of at the heart of most of the details of the planning of this is a guy named Aaron Burke, Pastor Aaron Burke. And we actually have him online here today to talk with us a little bit about the conference. So welcome, Aaron. Thank you for being with us today.
2: a day, brothers. Great to be with you all. Can't, I'm so excited for the upcoming conference.
1: Aaron, you are the pastor of International Ministries and Global Missions, right, uh, at Faith. How long have you been in that role?
2: Yeah, I've been in that role since uh, 2016, uh, but, you know, my, my connection to the church really started back when I was a undergraduate student, uh, actually, at Purdue University. I did not intend to actually wear my Purdue gear, but I did.
1: I see was, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> that Re- repping the uh, Boilermakers right there,
2: huh? Yes. Yep, <laughs> coming up on the March Madness season. We got a good shot this year.
1: Yeah.
2: So, uh, but, uh, you know, so that, that was really how I So I started in this role for pastoral ministry in 2016. But uh, as an undergrad student, I was a new believer. I came to college. I got connected to Faith Church. And that's really where I started growing in my faith and my walk with the Lord. You know, I was kind of struggling as a college student. And it was actually the biblical counseling that our church provided that was really valuable in just strengthening my faith and growth through my college years. You know, I didn't even have pastoral ministry on my mind at first. Um, I was just planning to, to go back with my brother and my family. We have a aerospace company and, uh, but my love for God just kind of continued to grow and my love for his word continued to grow. And, uh, so I worked for a bit, at Caterpillar, which makes like big construction equipment. And then, uh, from there did some accounting work, but then, uh, God just continued to put on my heart, a desire for the scripture, studying and teaching the word. And, uh, that kind of just consumed my thoughts and desires. I was just always thinking about, you know, how can I serve the church and uh, how can I be more involved, especially in discipling some of the folks in my small group at that time. And uh, and so that's uh, eventually then next step was I kind of went to our church as a local church seminary here. And so for training pastors. And so I decided to, to enter that program. I just met my wife. We got married, uh, served there as a pastoral intern for three years. And after that, the church called me to, to be in the pastoral role that I am today.
1: So God took you from tracking aerospace, I'm assuming engineering, Purdue's an engineering school, is that right?
2: Yes. Yep. Okay.
1: From uh, tracking aerospace to uh, shepherding roles. What a promotion for you, man.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's never on my radar, but it's definitely on God. So thankful for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And uh, Aaron, you're going to be part of the team that's uh, that's coming here with faith for the conference, right?
2: Yep. Correct. I'm excited to be with y'all.
1: Okay. I want to ask you some more about the team, maybe a little bit later. I want people to be able to understand who's coming and sort of the roles that they have and, you know, the people that will be really feeding and training uh, for us. Let me start though. Uh, well, actually you, you talked about uh, your wife. Uh, tell me a little bit about, you know, you and your wife, your family situation.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I am married to the most amazing woman Tirza, and, uh, we met through our church, and uh, and so actually during the college uh, time period, and so that was uh, just again a very precious time in my life. Just not only for as I mentioned, my spiritual growth, but also got to meet my wife. And then, uh, so we have four children, and so uh, my oldest is seven, my youngest is one and a half, two boys, two girls, Zamira, Boaz, Keziah, and Isaiah. So we got a old testament theme for our whole family, awesome. with all the old testament names. So, uh, but uh and they're just the delight. You know, our youngest son, he does have special needs. And so that's been something that we've been growing in as parents, is just ministering and serving children with special needs.
1: Great. It's good for people to get a little bit of context of uh, you know, who you are and the, the work that God's doing in your life. Uh so, you you are a let uh, me use some terms here. You're a certified biblical counselor. What yes. what, what does that mean? <laughs>
2: Well, it's kind of like you want a professional engineer to be certified who builds bridges and buildings, you know, <laughs> or a doctor, right? You want to know that they're well trained and equipped for uh, the task. And, uh, you know, similarly, uh, when we think about a biblical, a certified biblical counselor, it's we want men, as God's word speaks, men and women who are well trained well-equipped to counsel from the truths of God's Word, the Bible, and so they're biblical counselors, and we believe that Scripture speaks, you know, about believers, that we need to be mature and equipped, you know, thoroughly for for every good work, and we want to rightly handle God's Word, and because, right, it's living, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, so you definitely want to handle it rightly, and so thankfully, God makes it possible for us as Christians to become competent to to counsel others from God's Word, Uh, and no matter what walk of life you're in as a Christian. It's sufficient for all of life, or for godliness. And so there are groups of Christians who have counseled others for, for decades, who are, are trained, who have experience handling all sorts of situations, all sorts of problems, and have seen, you know, how God's Word can come to bear on those things. And so One group, for example, that I'm certified by is the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. There's other certifying biblical counseling groups out there, uh, but that's a group that I was certified by. And it really just is there to exist you to help better minister faithfully the Bible to those around you who are in need in God's truth. And so uh, to become a certified counselor... There's training required. And so that's what this track one training. It actually is sort of the foundational training uh, that can be used toward a certification with most biblical counseling groups. Um, but so with it comes, you know, the equipping, the training and then usually you have required reading. And then there's some required counseling observation where you sit in and you observe. Others being counseled, you know, and for those who come to the the counseling conference, you're actually going to see some recorded sessions of what biblical counseling really looks like fleshed out practically. Um, And then part of the the certification process is also examinations um, related to the scriptures and counseling practice. And then eventually you're supervised by somebody who's been training others and counseling others for Uh, many years. And so then you'll be sitting in the counseling seat, so to speak, and there'll be somebody who actually observes and gives you feedback and helps you to grow as a counselor. And and then after really going through that whole process, then you become, uh, for example, by the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, a certified biblical counselor. And uh, with that, then you usually have continuing education just to continue to to keep up on um, your training.
1: If someone was you know, maybe not, uh, I don't know, maybe not even from a church background or, uh, you know, not familiar with kind of the concept of, of a Christian counselor. Um, what, what would be different from say, going to a counselor at just a local counseling center?
0: Yeah,
2: I think that's, that's a, you know, a great question. The source of truth many times that you're going to use to evaluate the world and to make decisions is going to be, you know, very different. Um, You know, for example, uh, what you ultimately trust is the authority for how you're going to think and how am I going to act today? Uh, You know, for a biblical counselor, we believe that the Bible is sufficient for all of life and guidance because it's the words of our creator, God, who understands and who's made the world. And we can trust God determines and knows the truth and his ways are best. And he provides the appropriate grid or framework in which to, to know and understand how this world is made and how he has set it up as a counselor, as a biblical counselor, we just can have a more complete picture of the world of God, of ourselves, of our circumstances, because we have truth that's coming from the creator of it all and the sustainer of it all that he's made known to us in his word, as well as all the spiritual resources that God provides us in Christ by the spirit to be able to handle some of these issues.
1: Well, our foundations are so important. I mean, we talk about terms like worldview, Um, and and really just premise for life. And sometimes those words get a little bit, I don't know, maybe just confused about what they're really saying, but how we begin and the foundation on which we build our philosophy, you know, the way that we view life, all of that is, is, it really is significant. And I think for a Christian, that foundation, as we look at our, at our problems or what, you know, how we're supposed to grow, Man, if we don't have foundations right, then it really, a lot of the other pieces do become confusing. I'm really thankful for your explanation as we kind of talk through that. Yeah. Our church well, is really passionate about discipleship. You know, I think, I hope any any good church <laughs> is the same, so I don't think we're like <laughs> unusual in that area. But we, we see this conference as the next step and sort of the extension of our discipleship ministries. Um, how would the conference help somebody who's, you know, just wants to be a better disciple maker? Yeah, that's, that's a great point, you know,
2: and, you know, as I've gone to get to know Brian, as we've been planning this conference, I've been so encouraged, you know, the point you just mentioned of, you know, to hear about the Harvest family and the way that they've been discipling in all sorts of ways in the community and seeking to reach out to neighbors and minister to even ESL programs, et cetera. I think, you know, there's so many ways that discipleship could look like, um, you know i remember even talking about discipleship right even through the living nativity that you guys had done over christmas brian mm-hmm. was sure you know and and i just love that that heart that harvest has for our disciple making and and really when we talk about counseling biblical counseling you could really call it intensive discipleship yeah. that's really that's really what it is um It's helping you become a a better disciple maker. And so I can do biblical counseling, which is discipleship with college students as I meet with them over lunch in a cafe. I do biblical counseling with my children at home at the kitchen or dining table when there's an issue. Um, I do biblical counseling many times with community members. Even this week, for example, there's a a lady who recently had received a cancer diagnosis and uh, to be able to go to our home. And really, we did biblical counseling as I shared with her, um, just from the, the hope of the scriptures, uh, God's purposes for suffering, and so it's incredibly relational. You know, we open up our Bibles, we listen well, we ask good questions, and then we get to point them to the hope and the love that that God provides in His Word, and um, and so you know that to me is. One thing I would just encourage you, you know, is just to dismiss the idea of counseling as something that's only for specifically, yeah. you know, uh, um, trained medical professional type of mindset, and it's a very relational thing that we're we're after, uh, but um, and that we're trying to equip folks for. Um, I, I think in my discipleship, I, I can think of some some specific ways, especially that it was helpful. You know, it just first grows you personally. Uh, The training, the counseling training will grow you personally in your walk with God. As you become a more Christ-like disciple, um, you're just going to become better for those you're discipling. And so really it starts first. It it deepens your love for God. Um, And as you're growing and deepening your relationship to God, you're better able to help bring other people along with you as you're pursuing the Lord. And so that's first. As many times people who come to our counseling training are like, oh, first, I needed that. I needed those, those things. And, uh, and so it's going to help you to be first a, a better follower of Christ. Um, you know, I would say before, when I think of even as a new Christian, my, my early discipleship, I was just trying to pass on, right, what I was learning, um, you know, from those who had invested in me. But I would say a lot of my discipleship was primarily behavioral, you know, when I thought about what it meant to to follow Christ. And so disciples do this and disciples don't do this. And I think this training will help you minister not just at the the surface level or the things that we observe, but better minister to the heart, uh, the desires, the motives, the beliefs, the drivers for how God has made us for why we do what we do. And so, for example, my parents out there who got lots of kids, you know, they're listening, you know, this is key in discipling your children. It's just so easy where we tend to just talk about the behaviors and not the beliefs and the motivations for why our children are doing what they're doing, et cetera. And so I think that that's one way, another way that this will help. It'll help you just better minister to the heart, and to the root issues that you many times will see as people go through challenges in life. And um Uh, I would say the training also helped um, in my faith, just in trusting God's sufficient word. Um, You know, as I counseled more, as I was trained more in counseling, I just became more confident of, wow, look at God's word. It has the answers to these things. Um, Look at how God's word speaks to this so clearly. Um, And and to, to be able to see the power of God work as he uses his words in the lives of people to just transform lives, it just gives you greater boldness and confidence to just want to proclaim Jesus Christ to others in your discipleship. And so, you know, that, that to me is another encouragement. It, this conference, you will feel strengthened in your boldness and confidence in God's Word. And so your evangelism is going to improve and grow uh, from this type of training. And then um, I, I would say last is just, um, you know, I often in discipleship struggle to know what questions to ask, you know, where to go in God's Word how to, how to help a friend or a coworker or a family member that had problems. Um, You know, for example, like what do I do when my college friend says I'm depressed and want to end my life? Right. Um, Yeah. I I did not know what to say. I did not know where to go in God's word. You know, I just felt like I, I don't know how to help. Um, you know, I had a family member, you know, who had shared, you know, with me, you know, they had panic attacks. That's why they're fearful, fearful to leave home. They didn't want to come visit us, you know, to travel. Well, I think without this training, I wouldn't even know how to even start that conversation to get to understand why are they experiencing these fears and anxiety? What's going on in their heart, uh, that's causing some of these fears, um, you know or like a parent man there's times where you go to the grocery store and your child like just throws a fit and screams at the top of their Mm lungs you know and you're like what do i do in this situation well this conference will help you to better address this common discipleship issues that you face in those moments like as a parent
1: so i love that aaron all of those pieces and there are things that we've uh, you know, really introduced to our church family, you know, as far as what we feel like we're confident they'll receive those that are attending. And uh, man, it's really helpful to kind of give a picture of, uh, you know, you said something about, man, you know, for many people, even as they're trying to think, how do I help others? I know that I just needed that for myself, right? That, that foundation. I really, really, really love that. Hey, we've got just a couple of minutes here. Uh, could you give us an overview of the conference structure, maybe what some of the highlights will be key topics?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, so the, you know, this is our, our foundation training. And so for the biblical counseling training conference, you know, we can normally do this in about one full week. And what we're doing here is we're splitting it up into basically two weekends. This will give you a little more time. To process, um, you know, and to digest the material. You know, some people can say it's like drinking from a, a fire hose. There's so much that's so helpful and so beneficial. And so I think that'll be a, a nice aspect of this training that's going to happen in, in Guam. So, you know, that first weekend in March, um, you know, we're really going to talk about what is counseling, what it is biblical counseling's not. You'll learn really some of the key elements that are so important no matter what situation, what problem, what issue you're going to face these key elements are are central to what God's word says is good counseling and good discipleship, how to ask good questions. How do I evaluate a problem when I'm getting so much data, the person's just, you know, kind of here's my problem and just, you know, Mm -hmm. dumping on you. How do I kind of sort through all that data? How do I process that biblically and then focus on what's going to be most helpful for, for this person with whatever struggle that they're going through and, um, You know, I love there'll be one session that we're going to cover just how to give practical homework like growth steps in your counseling. I think this is one area we could all grow in in our discipleship is we can have, you know, that that lunch meeting or that coffee meeting as very relational. And yet giving some specific things of how how do we grow from this week to next week, maybe before our next counseling meeting or, you know, our next discipleship time. And so you're going to get some practical help in those things. Um, you know the the first week too. You also cover communication. You know that's a huge struggle for all often for many of us. You know it's one of the most common problems that people will ride on for counseling. Is you know we got communication problems. That's the problem in our marriage. And to understand you know, communication is just a fruit. It's just a fruit of uh, the root of the issue. And so being able to then to get to the root and then think about well how does now God's word tell us how we ought to to communicate. So you'll you'll learn some you know basic principles to to communication that will be very practical, I think, for resolving problems in uh, your life. Uh, You know, we have uh, some topics related to just the foundations of marriage, um, the roles for husbands and wives, which, uh, again, is so instrumental and has been so helpful for my wife and I when we started our marriage. You know, I, I can't imagine... Uh, going through marriage, not knowing its purpose, not knowing God's foundation, not knowing what I'm to do as a husband, what my wife is to do according to God's word. And so those those are really, really uh, helpful. And then, you know, we have three sessions related to parenting mm. and, uh, you know, you can choose your many times you get to choose your spouse, but you don't always get to, to choose. Right? <laughs> your, your, your children. Right?
1: They're just gifts so, given to you, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a gift given to you and God knows exactly what you need. And right. so, uh, you know, having four children, parenting, it's hard work at times and it's an incredible blessing, but those sessions have been so helpful for, uh, for parents of all ages. I know, you know, whether, and all needs too. And so, uh, I hope that those sessions, especially on parenting will, will be a blessing, you know, and then, uh, you know, so that at least is some of the things we're going to learn this first weekend in March. And then, you know, later on in April, You'll, we'll get into some other topics like um, especially teachings related to sex and those struggling with uh, sexual struggles, um, sexual morality, um, you know, which is uh, something that's so common that we all uh, can struggle with, understanding, um, you know, depression and anxiety. Um, you know, these things are just, you know, depression is just on the rise everywhere, the suicide, you know. The rates are just off the charts in in almost every part of our country um, and around the world for that fact, too. Um, And and so being able to think through uh, depression and anxiety issues and then, you know, that uh, the recorded training in in April, which will be kind of instructor guided with with you all there. um, You know, we're going to have especially some speakers who are medical doctors, uh, who have years of medical experience, who are also biblical counselors. And those sessions were are so excellent for kind of thinking through psychological diagnoses and labels, as well as how do I also deal with medical illness and issues? Because we, we understand as biblically speaking, we are we are we have an outer man and there are physical issues at times that play in these things, too. And so those those are some great sessions that you can look forward to in April as well.
1: Yeah, man, I'm so excited just, you know, just listening and and thinking again about these sessions. Aaron, who's coming with the team that'll be here, you know, next weekend, and then who's the follow-up on the online ones?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, so some present uh, presenters next week, you know, it will be our senior pastor, Pastor Byers, you know, and he has a, a doctoral degree in, in biblical counseling. Uh, and he has written several books, contributed to books, articles, blogs, um, you know, as a fellow for uh, serves as a fellow for the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. And, and so you're, you're going to be blessed to have Pastor Byers uh, be able to be there and to be an encouragement to you you know, he's written some excellent books, even on identity issues recently, bitterness and, uh, on handling the past and how to put it in its place. And so, uh, excited to, to have Pastor Byers be able to, to join us on our team. You know, then also uh, Pastor Greiner will will be there as well. Pastor Josh Greiner, who's, again, he's working on his actually PhD and finishing that up in biblical counseling as well. He's the director for our counseling ministries, who organizes our our, our large in-person conference that we do here in, in February that has, you know, close to 1,800 people or more that will usually attend that. And so, I'm excited for Pastor Griner to be there and, and, a, and a personal connection also for Pastor Gary that he may want to share a little bit. Pastor Dustin Folden's also going to be here who serves on our biblical counseling team, uh, serves in our Monday training and teaches all of us teach at our, our biblical counseling training conference that we do internationally and as well as regionally in our area. But uh, he'll be joining as well.
1: And then you're coming along, right, Aaron?
2: Yes, and I'm coming along as well. I'll be there too. <laughs>
1: Well, we are super excited about, uh, you know, the team that God's put together and actually praying that God would be directing you, uh, guys spiritually, preparing you spiritually for, for the task in front of you and really be, really be an awesome time together. Um, one quick last question here. And if someone's listening and they're considering attending, what would you say is a key reason they don't want to miss this opportunity?
2: Um, for your own spiritual growth so you're just more competent to counsel a, a person no matter what issue that you face from God's word this this conference will set you up well for that
1: All right man well we launch in just a you know a few short days just uh you know this next week it is not too late to sign up in fact uh, if if you're interested we've got a great group that's already signed up and planning to be a part of it but you can go to uh, Harvest website, HBC Guam, and uh, on that website there's a link that will connect you to uh, to, to the conference. We give you some more information. Actually, the whole schedule is on there. Each of the presenters, their bios are on there. Um, so all the information that you would need, there's a, it's really a conference center website can get there. And that's also where, you would, uh, where you'd be able to sign up, register for the conference. And we'd really love to host you. It'll be here at Harvest. And uh, when you come on campus, there'll be directions so that you'll know where to go. And um, we're just going to have an awesome, awesome time together. And uh, we'd like to invite others to come. You know, my, my burden, you know, I've been telling our church that we really love to have everybody in church be a part of it. But we are so, you know, burdened that this kind of training and this uh, teaching would be something that could really infiltrate our island and, and change, you know, our island. So, again, we're thankful, uh, Aaron and, and uh, Pastor Viers and the team for being willing to work this out together with us. And we can't wait to have you guys here. We
2: can't wait for it, too. We look forward to being with you all.
0: And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. The Biblical Counseling Training Conference we've been discussing today will be held March 24th through 27th and April 21st through 23rd. We'd encourage you to register. You can find all the details and a registration link on our homepage at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. Pricing information is also included on the website, and if you have any further questions, there is a link to Pastor Brian Leonard's email address there, too. Please let us know if we can help further. We'll be back in our Roman series at church this week. You can join us Sunday morning at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. at Harvest Baptist Church. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.